0: check check
1: and I'm also gonna clap ouch I'm Alan Gerding, and welcome to the Tuesday Night Podcast. The only podcast in all of the world that's about the stories we make while playing the games we love on, around, and even under the gaming table. And with me, I have the Patrick to my SpongeBob, Sean McCoy. Hello. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi. <It's> so creepy. <laughs> Sean, do you know what's special about this episode? I do. Every
0: episode is special because we're such special friends.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: (laughs) No, this is a zero episode. It's a big deal.
1: That's right, sir. So what's a zero episode?
0: A zero episode is a perfect place to jump in because we go over all the ins and outs and inside jokes and structure. We just catch people up as to what's been going on.
1: Sean, what's a knave?
0: A knave is a listener of the podcast. If you're listening right now, you're a knave. What's a knight? A knight is somebody who's actually sent in an audio recording of a story that they made while playing the game they loved on around underneath their table. Doesn't have to be great audio quality. Doesn't have to be funny. Doesn't have to be good. Just send it in. We'll chop it up a little bit, put it on the air, and decide whether you're worthy of becoming a knight. That's
1: right. You don't even have to be literate because it's audio. We're going to do a knave tonight's omission today. What's a noble, Sean?
0: A noble is very special. It's actually somebody who's come on the show to let us berate them publicly for a good 20, 25 minutes.
1: Yes. I'm really excited about episode 171, which is next episode, because we're getting J.T. Smith on the show. And do you know for what J.T. Smith is famous?
0: He was in the band Sync. <laughs> Justin Timberlake Smith I don't know who J.T. Smith is I'll be excited to listen
1: He is the proprietor, creator and owner, all that jazz of The Game Crafter
0: Oh, that's exciting
1: That is really exciting What is The Game Crafter? Sponsors, yay! Thank you for sponsoring us Send us free stuff for money and we'll talk about your stuff but only if we like it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. The voice you use is so obnoxious, but in a very lovable way. But
1: only if we like it. <laughs> Give us your free stuff, yo. We'll take it. I wish we could say we had so many sponsors that are sending us free stuff that we love just so we can promote their stuff on this podcast. But the game crafter's the only one right now.
0: Just the game crafter. And (laughs) InfoWars.
1: I can't think of another company that we use more, except for me personally, Soylent, Mm -hmm. every dang day. Mm -hmm. Every day I've been living off that stuff for over three years now, Sean. I eat, breathe, piss, shit, Soylent. It's amazing. Uh, Which is really consistent, by the way. So once you've been eating the same stuff for a long time, your poo is really consistent.
0: Yeah, you're regular.
1: I'm very regular. Yeah. But the Game Crafter. So let's stop talking about crap and start talking about gold. What's the skinny?
0: Thegamecrafter.com is a website where you can get your game printed uh, and published. You can even sell it on their website. They have all the tools you need to select your box size, how big your rulebook is, your tokens, upload your graphics, or even use their design assets to even design your own cards with the icons and stuff that they make. It's a really great tool. We use it a lot for prototypes, but there are a lot of people who use it for their main game because maybe you wanna publish a game with quantities of like 50 or 100 and not like 10,000. They're really just an amazing tool for all that stuff. I yeah, love it. Yeah,
1: let me just sum it up really quickly and interrupt you as I love doing. And that is by saying it eliminates any excuse that you have to not make your own game. If you have some game idea and you want it in reality, TheGameCrafter.com. Boom. I'm really excited about next episode too when JT comes on because he's going to talk more about Component Studio. I've already done the interview, so this is a little bit of a time travel thing going on. Because since he came on the show, I've been using Component Studio, and oh my goodness, Sean. I can... Spend an entire podcast just talking about the component studio and how it's improving my quality of life. No joke, this is probably the best sponsorship we could ever dream of. We better not say that too much cuz I don't want to blow it. I don't want JT to know that we're getting the better end of the stick here. But that's enough of the sponsor spot. We have fun together, Sean.
0: <laughs> Last night, uh Lindsay and I were we were watching the Oscars and we were talking Hold about on. how
1: Lindsay Who's Mm -hmm. Lindsay, Sean, because remember, we're doing this for people who have never listened to the show before.
0: Lindsay is my girlfriend.
1: Not to be confused with Lindsay Road, or as I like to call her, Buttface McGee, one of my best friends and enemies, my frenemy, if you will, who's also a game designer and comes on this show. No, you mean Lindsay, your girlfriend. (laughs) Go on, sir. You're watching the Oscars with Lindsay.
0: And we were talking about Bradley Cooper, who's a male actor, and Lady Gaga, who is a famous female singer slash actor, have really great chemistry, which is when two people have a good rapport. I'm explaining this to people at home who might not know any of these things because it's a podcast. It's a zero episode.
1: Right. The people that listen to the zero (laughs) episodes... Know nothing. They're John they are don't know who Bradley
0: Cooper is. Yeah, John exactly. Snow
1: is a character from a show called Game of Thrones, and in the Game of Thrones series, he often is known as being accused of knowing nothing.
0: I've stretched this joke on way longer than is appropriate, but the whole point it comes is,
1: back though. That's the thing. If we keep on stretching it, eventually it goes beyond annoying and comes back to legendary.
0: We were just saying, uh, oh, Bradley Cooper and uh, Lady Gaga have good chemistry, and she said, yeah, I think it's there. I think they're in love. And I said, yeah, I think they are too. And she said, that's why we have such good chemistry. And then I waited a couple seconds and I said, what? (laughs) And she was not happy about that. She was like, not anymore. It's over.
1: (laughs) What else should people know?
0: Why don't you do an elevator pitch, Alan? That's a big one.
1: Fudge. I've played a lot of games recently. In fact, one of the most recent ones that I can do a pitch for is just one which is a game I think everybody should own. Since it's your idea, Sean, why don't you explain what the hell an elevator pitch is?
0: An elevator pitch is basically a one minute or less. I think that's how long we give. A uh, One, one minute, minute or less- explanation fuck you sean i'm gonna
1: explain it you're stumbling all over the place and i want this episode to be efficient an elevator pitch is when you give the spirit of a game in just a minute imagine you have a long one minute elevator ride i know it's a slow elevator but we don't want to hear the rules and the nitty-gritty details we just want to know el spirito. chaos and fantasma we also have to have a character so what character should i be as i do this and this is how we torture each other in this show because no one likes doing elevator pitches. People just like listening to elevator pitches because they're it's so true. awful.
0: Everybody wants to hear one. Nobody wants to do one. Um, we we'll do it in a pig voice. Mm. There you go. You already started. What's my character? Pig. Pig voice. Oinking.
1: Oh, pig voice. Oh, man, that's going to be brutal on the old throat. All right, I'll do my best. Whee! Hey, I'm a pig, and I like to chow down. And if there's one game I like to chow down on, woo! It's just one. Woo! It's a cooperative game. What? I cooperate with all the other pigs in my pigsty. Woo! Because we like to get covered in mud, and sometimes Eugene can't get the mud on his belly, but I help him. So, in just one, we gotta get one player to guess a word. So, everyone, all the other players, get to create one word on a dry erase board. Just one word clue to get them to guess it. But if you give the same one word clue as someone else, then you get your and their clue eliminated. So maybe you're playing with eight players and you only get one clue because all the other six players wrote the same clue. Well, apparently that's my pig.
0: It's one of the better ones. (laughs) I, like
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I have no idea anything you just said. I was too busy laughing at the pig voice.
1: No idea what <laughs> the game's about.
0: I couldn't tell you that single thing.
1: That's a funny thing about this podcast, though. We probably don't talk about games that much. So if you're looking for game reviews and a whole bunch of game suggestions, we have them occasionally.
0: It's more like talking Shop. It's a lot less like a deep dive into the newest games.
1: Yeah. How about we go straight to the Nave Tonight submission? Let's do it. It's a longer one, so let's get it over with. Jeez.
2: All right, I'll be back. Hello, Tuesday Night Games. This is Michele, a guy that lives in London, but is uh, actually from Italy. And uh, I've met Alan before at Shaxx. I've never met Sean, but uh, I kind of wish I could one day but apart from that uh what i'm doing right now of course is a nay tonight submission I want to tell you my story about board games. Mind you, it's gonna be a story that will upset few people at the end. Now, it all began 10 years ago. 10 years ago, I was 23 and I was training in martial arts. Our school was full of students. He had, I think, 70-plus people uh, going to training every now and then and uh, my master was organizing in his house uh, outside the city of Milan so every couple of weeks we had what he called stages stage was basically we were paying a bit of a fee we were going to that house, sleeping in there, we were getting food and we were getting training so it was such a blast because he had a board game collection that was 300 plus, so many magic cards, uh, role-playing games, so you were getting in there, you were training in martial arts, so it was good for your body, good for your mind, and then playing games, or seeing a movie, or playing PlayStation, whatever, you had everything you wanted, it was great. But one day, I was in one of these weekends, it's Sunday morning, and I got woken up at 4am in the morning by someone saying, please get out of the bed and give us documents. And I opened my eyes, and there is a policeman in front of me. Well, what is going on? I get up, I give him my passport, that thankfully I had with me, and uh, we get all put in the living room, and uh, yeah, our master gets taken to prison. I'm not going into the details of what happened, but at the end of the day, we found out that we owned the house, because we were not just the people training with him and paying him. We were part of an association and everyone signed but no one really cared about what we were signing. So since he's is now in prison, it's on us, emptying the house with all the beds, all the furniture that is in there, all the fucking games, But I say, guys, you know what? I've got a storage room. It's not close by. My grandma has this place. It's a big, big basement. We can put all the stuff in there and I can get in charge of giving a price to every game so we can uh, sell them afterwards. I don't want to get in charge of selling the games, okay? Everyone is like, okay, okay, there's basically no better plan than this. One day we go there, we move everything outside the house, we... I sell all the furniture and we put all the games in a van we take them to my grandma's house and one year passes a second year passes and by that point my grandma is not happy I decide that we have to do something about the games (music) guys, I give you an ultimatum: you have to decide what to do with the games in two weeks And if nothing has been done by then, I'll throw everything away. Months pass, no one gets back to me. And there comes a day. I cast my die, that's my decision. I throw everything away. 300 plus games and Warhammer armies and role-playing games and magic cards get thrown out in the trash just in one go. And it was such a strange experience that nowadays, if I've got a game that I don't enjoy, it's for me way, way easier to get rid of it. Okay, nowadays, of course, I at least take to a charity shop Trello Shop will gladly get it. But that's my story. Quite strange, isn't it?
1: Whew, Sean... That was by far the heaviest accent we've had as far as Knave Tonight submissions. Mm. I want to hear your thoughts, Sean. Pressure's on you. Spotlights.
0: I love it, and I have a perfect name for this guy.
1: Good, because I have a list of like 15, and I couldn't think of which one would fit. What's the name?
0: Sir Kondo.
1: Sir Kondo, because he all of a sudden inherited the Kondo?
0: No, because of Marie Kondo, <laughs> and he had to get rid of so many games. She's popular right now because of her book, The Magic of Tidying Up.
1: Oh, that's the Japanese woman whose goal is to become the smallest thing in existence.
0: (laughs) Well, she cleans up, right? She's a big minimalist, and a lot of people get her confused with stuff, but it's kind of trendy right now because she's got a show, I think, on Netflix where she goes into people's homes. and... And her
1: name's Kondo?
0: Marie Kondo.
1: Sir Marie Kondo? All right, here are the ones that I came up with. Let me know what you think. Sir Italy, which isn't very imaginative, right? Nope. Sir Garbage. (laughs) Oof. Yeah, it's rough. But he threw away over 300 games. He prefaced the story with, it's going to piss off a lot of people.
0: We could call him Sir Sparta.
1: Sir Italian Garbage, which makes it racist sounding. These are getting weird. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I thought that went a little too far, so I wanted to be more politically correct. So I said, Sir Waste Disposal Engineer. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But here's the other thing that I know about McKaylin. He is a photographer, and that's how I met him at Shucks. So there's also Sir Clicks, Sir Camera, but I'm willing to go with Sir... Sir Marie Kondo. (laughs) That's not bad. That's not bad at all, actually. Well, Sean, we should go ahead and knight Sir Marie Kondo. Yep. Thank goodness. Should just be like Sir Tidy or Sir Minimalist? I like Sir Tidy. You like Sir Tidy? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, let's just do Sir Tidy, then. He's the
0: nighty-tidy.
1: Tidy-nighty. Ooh, Tidy-nighty. I like that. Get a cue music. (laughs) Knave, approach we nobles and kneel to allow us to honor thee. We, on behalf of all the knaves, knights, and nobles alike, applaud thine heroic and knightly contribution to this, the Tuesday Night Podcastle. Allow us to dub thee, Sir Knighty Tighty, of the Tuesday Night Podcast. Now rise, rise, Sir Knighty Tighty, as the newest member and knight of the Tuesday Night Gaming Table. Wee, 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 Damn it! What's what's the most
0: painful thing you ever threw away or got rid of on accident or on purpose?
1: man this is good this is like a good topic time segment excuse me sam do you have the time but of course it be topic time you know this isn't it by far but i remember pathetically the first game i ever got rid of was quarryers which is the dice building game Uh and i told my wife i got rid of quarryers because that game's broken and she loves Quarriers. And then she's like, oh, I really like couriers. Like, oh, my God. So I got another <laughs> copy of it after I had gotten rid of the other couriers <sighs> And ever since I got it back, never played I haven't it. Haven't
0: played it. Yep. It's
1: just collecting dust. So oh, I like that one. Pff,
0: thanks, Crystal. I accidentally deleted all my photos one time in a Ooh. computer backup like reinstall situation. I keep everything in Dropbox so that I don't have to worry about backing up that often. Dropbox yeah. is my backup except my photos were kept in a Mac photo folder that was on the desktop and they weren't backed up. This was years and years and years ago, but it was a lot.
1: I once directed a full length feature film, got a whole bunch of investors and I definitely didn't hit the million dollar mark, but I definitely had an entire crew that worked day and night and we worked for three months. And when it came to the digital editing, I accidentally lost the hard drives with all the information on and that was Academy Award winning stuff. So that movie's gone.
0: Big deal. Big deal. Godfather part four.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, the name of the movie was this story is a complete lie. And, oh yeah. Yeah. That,
0: the name of that movie is Boomer doom. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We're still working on that.
1: We need to cover a few more things And then we should get out of here because our episodes, we try to keep between 20 to 40 minutes and we don't want to stretch that. So we need to talk about some important contributors to this podcast. B-Team. B-Team's amazing. I say B-Team stands for bitchin'. But when we can't make it, B-Team steps up. They just did an amazing Valentine's episode. B-Team consists of B-Team Will, B-Team Logan, and B-Team Dungeon Master Greg. If you see them, let them know that you're a fan of B-Team. Also, Delton Brack. Who's Delton?
0: Delton uh, helps you edit the podcast sometimes. I don't know if he's done that in a while.
1: No, he's been busy. In fact, I think it's been a good dozen or so episodes without Delton. You can tell because I'll shout Delton Brack's name out on the episodes, which he helps me edit. But when he does, man, it saves me a lot of time. You should check out his podcast, Malthouse Games. They actually do talk about games there and beer. It's pretty cool with his wife, Haley Brack. It's a good time. And then we never even told uh, the new knaves who the hell we are. I'm Alan Gerding. Who are you?
0: Uh, uh, mm,
1: and uh. we came up with Tuesday Night Games. Our flagship game was Two Rooms and a Boom. Then we came out with World Championship Russian Roulette by Anthony Birch. We didn't design that one. That was Anthony Birch. And then we decided, hey, it's pretty fun publishing other people's games. So we published That's Not Lemonade by Matt Fantastic.
0: Which is out right now.
1: Yeah, you can get that on Amazon, right? Meow. I don't know what you're doing listening to us, but currently we also have a Kickstarter going on and we said, you know what? Screw publishing other people's games. Let's get back to our roots because you can get Mothership, Sean McCoy. That's you, sirs. Mm -hmm. Sci-fi horror role-playing game. And now there's an adventure module written by Don Stroud and yourself, correct? That's right. Cool. Whoa. Exciting stuff, sir. All right. Well, what else did we not talk about? Oh, yeah. If you want to follow us on social media, what should you do?
0: PlayTKG is our handle on Twitter, at PlayTKG, as well as Instagram. You could find us at Facebook.com slash Games. Our website, TuesdayNightGames.com. We'd love it if you'd rate or review our show on iTunes. It really helps people find it.
1: All the stars. If you're wondering, like, how many stars should you give us? All of them, or as many stars as you think we deserve. If you want to send us your comments, questions, concerns, nave tonight's missions, then let us know by emailing us. Where, Sean? Podcast at TuesdayNightGames.com. With a K. <laughs> and I think with that being said, Sean. This episode is.